Tonight, Cult Cinema Cavalcade begins its fifth year with another episode in the Deathstalker canon, the 1985 spin-off, The Barbarian Queen, starring the late Lana Clarkson. Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. The episode you are listening to will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. Cult Cinema Cavalcade. This is episode 113. This is the beginning of year five. This is Brandon, and as always with me is your sorcery-loving co-hoster, Cullen. Welcome to our discussion of the most badass and saddest movie at the same time ever. (laughs) Today we are here to discuss the 1985 film Barbarian Queen. Cullen. Keep your hands to yourself, but tell us what the ladies are doing in this movie. Set during the days of the Roman Empire, a simple village is raided by Roman troops, and most of the people are whisked off to be slaves or killed. Three women survive and set off to liberate their people. Uh, you said R- Roman Empire. Did this this movie give you a Roman Empire vibe at all? No. Okay. Just making sure it wasn't me. Barbarian Queen is directed by Hector Oliveira. <laughs> stars Lana Clarkson, Cat Shea, Frank Zagarino, and Don Dunlap. Yeah, that yeah, bullshit. Roman yeah, mystical yeah. city. I know there's not like magic in this movie, but no, no, <laughs> no. Set in the days of the Roman Empire. My ass. No. Yeah, like what part? Like, well, they were nowhere near Rome. That's for damn certain. I don't know where the fuck they were. I mean, outfit. I mean, yes, there's a gladiator thing happening. I guess. I don't but know. But it's like you're seeing the local city, like wrestling. And wrestling also, there are like book a venue. Like that's. <laughs> and it's also weird to hear someone say like, "I'm, uh, you know, I'm the king or whatever." Like, wait, but you're in the Roman Empire, so you're not. Hang on, what? <laughs> yeah, I. We're here. Uh, this is year five, as we always begin a year with a Deathstalker movie. We watched Deathstalker 4, so they no longer have the Deathstalker title. Uh, we're, we're talking Barbarian Queen, which is sort of a spinoff of Deathstalker. Uh, it includes Lana Clarkson, not as the same character, but as a sort of idea of that. In a, Fuck it, it counts as Deathstalker, okay? <laughs> It's a spiritual cousin. And it, who knows? It might be better than some of the Deathstalkers. We'll let you know. It's this one, and then there's uh, there's another one, a Barbarian Queen, which I guess isn't even like... I think it's one of those slapped a title on it last minute sequels. <laughs> sure. We'll get into yeah. that next year, but we're here with the Lana Clarkson starring Vehicle. I don't. There's not a lot of background of it, other than this was uh, like either New World or Concord Pictures was starting for Roger Corman, and this was one of their uh, jump-off vehicles that they were doing. Someone thought of a. Someone thought of a way to make money. The result was this film. Yeah, I think it worked. It didn't play much in theaters. It was primarily a straight-to-video film, which hmm. had a uh, watch on DVD. There was ten minutes cut from this movie. Uh, most of it was extra gore, boobies, uh, and some guard conversations. But I, I was like, well, "That's funny because the actual content of the movie—if you took all the nudity out of this movie—I think it would only be 15 minutes." Right, and I, it was funny because I was on the DVD and I was moving down and I said "deleted" and "extended scenes," and I was expecting like a minute plot. I was expecting like like a minute or something. I'm like, 10 minutes." The hell happened here? Is there a Snyder cut of Barbarian yeah. Queen? <laughs> this is not a long movie. It's a minute ten or minute an hour ten. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I was like, oh, there's ten minutes, and one of them uh, helped me explain to me what happened in one scene too. I'll, I'll note that later. Oh. I, I, you know, I can figure what happened, but I didn't really see what happened. Where you would think you would think they would show it to you. Uh, but yeah, this one, this movie, I popped in the DVD. 
it's in a it's in a four pack from Shout Factory that has Deathstalker one, Deathstalker two, Deathstalker two, and then a uh, sword and sorcery fantasy movie with David Carradine. I'm curious, <laughs> but uh, I press play. And we open right up with the sexual assault of a village woman by two gross assholes. So, uh, yes, yeah. we are officially back in Deathstalker land. Yeah, as soon as I saw those guys, you know, I saw this woman running around like, oh, an attractive woman in this, okay, whatever. Hillbillies? Why are there hillbillies yeah. here? What are they doing to her? Yeah. And then the title came up, like, what is happening in your movie? Yeah, and have you ever noticed in those, like, these, like, uh, rape sequences, they're always like, Hey, no, you went first last time. Like, like this is like a thing, and they 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 remember who went first, and like... <laughs> yeah, are they keeping tabs? What are like what they're doing isn't monstrous enough. Let's make a record of yeah, it. Like it, it's, it's just, yeah, this and, and they're ha- and they're having like almost every time something like this is happening in this movie. When I say every time, I mean this won't be the only time you hear us talk yeah. about it. There, there's almost always like their attempt at woody banter when it's happening. Yeah. Like, why are you? What? And every time you're like, How? there's a woman and there's one, two. Oh shit! It's gonna be a rape. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The only thing they should be talking about is like, man, I feel bad about myself. Me too. And then it just keeps going. You know, stuff like that. That makes sense. Not like hillbilly conversation. Or I want to say hillbilly conversation. Just gross conversation. And just like. Oh, just keeping tabs and just, uh oh, just talking about each other's methods and crap. Just ick, yeah. ick. Because when it's uh, when you're in just the, the the forest, a random room in a castle, and there's two other dudes, look out, because <laughs> so no only one's safe. thing can happen. You just can't pass by. You can't. <laughs> no, you can't just go about your you day. You guys know how to get to the gym? Nope. <laughs> No. Nothing. Nothing. After this, as if this is like our like hook in, they boisterously give us the title screen and <laughs> Barbarian Queen. I was like, wait, was that her? Like what <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Is that the origin? Like I was like, waiting what? for the bar I I was sitting there like waiting for the barbarian barbarian queen to show up and murder the hell out of everyone. And it didn't happen. It was like, oh, so the title Okay, well that sucks for that woman. Yeah. And then we just see a bunch of gross villagers going on about their day. <laughs> like you said, the villagers. Uh, this includes a guy getting his face painted, and then he like paints the woman's nipple. And this is we find out it's Prince Aragon's wedding to Queen Amethea. Uh, Amethea is she's getting bathed, and uh, that's Lana Clarkson. It's our barbarian queen. She's Green queen. Uh, she's yeah. asking where her sister Teramis is. Well, uh, it so happens she's she's the girl who was getting raped that we just saw. the The title screen should have been okay. "Barbarian Queen Sister," but yeah, that's that's who she is. Terrorist. Okay, I didn't realize that's who that was. There are so many um, women in this movie, and that's awesome. But I don't. It's just kind of hard to keep them apart sometimes because they're like, oh, for sure. Everyone just kind of because everyone dresses the same in ridiculous like faux leather and right. everyone's makeup flawless <laughs> the entire movie like there are there are fights in water they are rolling around in the dirt there are constant sword fights in this movie flawless eyeshadow the entire film they are 80s hairband music video ready like that's that's what their makeup right. is I'll, I'll say this their style is less distracting than in Deathstalker 2. That was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was White Snake. This I can tolerate, but that was ridiculous. We're in the village, and this old man just gets shot in the head with an arrow. And uh, the village. <laughs> out of nowhere! Yeah, it's, it's like really out of nowhere. And the village is attacked by dudes in black outfits. It's a crowded ass battle that ensues. The rape girl, uh, she's tried to a tree nearby, and I was like, wait, did it really happen that close? Or did they bring her yeah. in and be like, you wait here? But, like, she's, like, in yeah. the, like, like, she's, like, five feet out. I know. It's like, haven't I been through enough? Like, why is this happening to this poor woman? So, there's a lot of blood in this battle. I'll give it that. But 
These guys prove too much for Prince Argon and company. The rape dudes try their shit on Amethea, but she kicks their ass. Damn right she kicks yeah. their ass. As she's escaping, she witnesses Argon being taken away and joins the battle herself, including stabbing a guy up his asshole as he tries to rape her friend. <laughs> Pretty awesome. I, I thought the same thing to at first, but he's grabbing his crotch. Oh. I think I think she may split him up the middle. I don't know. Either way, but it was earned. It was awesome. Yeah. It was, as, as you know, I'm a fan of crotch trauma on the show. That was severe crotch trauma to a monstrous person. I mean, she gets all the bonus points. Right. Congratulations for murdering his crotch. Right. And by extension, him. It will never be used again. <laughs> Fire is set to a hut, which I think people assume she's inside of, and everyone is taken prisoner. As uh, rando dudes in black talk a lot of shit as they leave. Did you notice that? Like, they're like leaving the village, like, ah, better get in front, Jack. Like, they're just saying random, like, <laughs> like yeah. tra- trash talk lines to the people they were kidnapping. Like they're taunting the slaves. Yeah. Like, what are you won? Sore winners, just sore winners. And and it was like a lot. Like it was like okay, you should just couple lines. It was it, went, it was it went on for a while. It was in a lot of voices. Like you think it stopped. Like oh oh, there's still. You're right. It was. It wasn't just a guy or two. It was multiple, there was multiple people. Layers just... of trash talk. Like it was conversation going, but you could hear another one going, and it was just layers of just. <laughs> they had like a zone defense, but it wasn't a defense. It was to harass yes. the slaves. It was. It was remarkably awful. Yeah. After it clears out, Estrild is that her name? Estrild. Like they are bad with names. Like, sure. This is one of those classic cult cinema cavalcade movies where nobody's name is said, or it's said way later on. Yeah. Or or when it's said, you don't realize it's a name. Yeah, yep. Yep. <laughs> so she finds Amethea survived, hidden in the bathtub uh, under the rubble of the burned hut. Amethea vows to get everything taken from her back. So these two girls prepare a boat and see the face painter woman has survived. And she joins them as they set paddle because they don't sail. You say you set paddle because they're. Yeah, I just set, they set down the, the creek. They, they go down the water. Yes, they're up shit sure. creek with a paddle. Um, their first stop is some little hut with horses. A woman stripped and tied to a fence is there, and a creepy bearded man comes out, and guess what he's going to do? <laughs> what, what any man... Is there... I think there's only maybe... I can only think of one guy in this movie that isn't a rapist or an attempted Prince rapist. Prince Argon. He, yeah, he's the only one. Isn't that awful? And he's, like, God. super asexual... And supposed to be like the the guy that Queen Amethea is gonna marry, and there's like zero scenes with the two of them, and no chemistry whenever they are together. But they're the and, they're and, why this fight's going on. And, and, and I'd also like to point out that this old guy, he's gross and disgusting. And there's this poor there's, there's this woman, she is tied up, and. Uh, he manages to somehow say the most disgusting thing you can say. Oh. And he, I couldn't believe it. This woman, he, she is, I, I wrote it down because I want to make sure I got all of it right. She is tied down topless with open wounds on her chest. And he still manages to say, I want to see a smile out of you. Smile for me now. That's more like it. Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? I cannot believe, like, how can... Uh, like, I want, like, the sun to wake up and, like, what? And reach down and grab him and pull him yeah. up. It's just like, you're done. 
Like, that's the only thing I could figure that would be just for him. Well, Amethea does show up and stab him right through the neck with her sword. That happens. That was, that was right, like, right through his yes. neck. That was, oh, like a toothpick through a bun. Right. Just yoink. Oh, it was. Yeah, this movie's oh, got was some good. cool, like, bloody kills. It, it does have that going for it. Yeah, and that, that's what's so great. Like, the good thing about every man being monstrous in it, you could do whatever awful murder thing you wanted to do to him, mm-hmm. and no one's going to say, like, well, you know what? He didn't deserve that. Like, you know what? Go nuts. Yes. <laughs> do what you want. So then there are, like, other bad dudes there? Like, I didn't notice. I was like, oh, is this, like a, this is like a hangout or, like, the boating house. They hear the commotion. Oh, yeah. They send a guy to check. He gets shot with an arrow. Another guy gets dive-bombed into the lake, and that was pretty cool. And then other guys lose sword fights. They get their throat slit, and inside the hut they find Teramis. Uh, the girl that tied to the fence dies despite them trying to give her water. But yeah. we already have, like, two battles already. I know. We are approximately 15 yeah. minutes into this movie. <laughs> like, damn. Two bloody battles. And when she jumps off that hut and nails that guy from the dock into the water, I was like, oh, shit, someone got hurt. Oh, yeah. Like, he falls, like, backwards into the water. Like, his head over heels into the water. And and she goes, and like, then, like, right in after him. She, like, shoulders him and, like, hits him and they goes yeah. in the water. When they're fighting, as far as I can tell, it's the actual actors fighting. Yeah. It's it's really awesome, and you know I I was engaged the entire time during these sword fights, yeah. and like I like I was absolutely on the side of the the barbarian queen in the water. Like they were fighting in the water, mm-hmm. like and it wasn't like ooh it's sexy water, none of that crap. It was just they're fighting in the water. It was incredibly difficult, and then and then there was another fight on yeah. land that was also incredibly difficult, and but. Uh, all looked badass and awesome. The thing I was talking about earlier was one of the guys, the guy in land gets his throat slit, but it goes to start showing it and then shows him on the ground. I'm like, something happened in the middle here. What? And then that mm-hmm. was in the deleted stuff. That you actually, it was just gorier? You actually, well, you see him get his throat slit. In the movie, she goes to do it, and it cuts, and then all of a sudden he's like on the ground dead with his throat slit. So you actually get to see the motion mm. happen. But you mentioned about it looking awesome. This movie is refreshing in a way because it doesn't look like the other Deathstalker movies, and that's a lot of it's because they right. shot it in Argentina was mm. where they shot it. It was a completely different production area than the Deathstalker ones. This is the only one that doesn't use footage from Deathstalker 1. Yeah, yep. It's, wasn't that nice? Like, all the... As far as I could tell, all the footage was for this movie. There was no pig face man. This could... There was no... Watch, this one was the next... Like, because there's... This was probably like they're okay. We need a new movie to make that we can just rip footage off from, and so this one probably has like <laughs> a bunch of it ripped off. Yeah, th- th- there definitely were multiple scenes where I thought like, okay, here comes Pigface Man, but it never happened. No, it didn't. was so nice. There were n- this movie has zero Gamordian guards. Right. Uh, so this vengeful band proceeds on by horseback that night. They set up camp in the woods. They bicker about chore duties and pull pull some bullshit about animals turning into real children. And uh, they're, they're trying to character develop here and it's just like, eh, whatever. Uh, yeah. Next morning, they're confronted by some villagers. Uh, once they all realize they're on the same side, the villagers offer a child who, for the longest time, I was like, is it a boy? Is it a girl? Is it a boy? Is it a girl? The movie tells us it's a girl, so th- yeah. it's a girl. When I, thought, like, when I thought it was a boy, I was like, oh, well, that's nice. that they have a, bo- a boy is still on their side. Like, not every man is a monster. And th- Oh, it's a girl. <sighs> okay, that makes sense, too. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Eyepatch Dude isn't a, isn't a monster. Uh, we'll meet him in a little bit. No, uh, but- no he's just horribly disfigured. <laughs> so uh, the, the boy, uh, sorry, the girl is uh, their guide. Uh, they run into some bad guys at a river crossing, but luckily they evade them. Uh, and the, the kid takes him through the catacombs uh, that will get him into the city. And in the catacombs, they meet a band of rebels, that's got the eye patch guy, who advise them against fighting as their group is not ready to take on the kingdom of the bad guy, who I still don't know his name yet. I don't I, I find don't know it his out name. later, but I, I tell you what, he's just that guy uh, that Brandon, he dresses I, I, different. I, 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 I've watched this entire movie, and I'll tell you what, I can't wait for you to tell me what his name oh, is. Oh, yeah. I don't know what You're it gonna is. You're going to go, okay, I makes it. sense. Sounds like a bad sure, guy name. why not? The, the kid 
takes Amethea for an incognito stroll through the village where she sees Argon under capture and forced into being a gladiator. Which apparently these gladiator matches are a thing, but all we ever see is what I feel like is practice. Mm-hmm. But uh, Estriel loses Tamaris running through the village. Two guards take note of the commotion from the other women, and uh, the guards catch Estriel. Then let's see. Two guards, one, two, Estriel. Oh, it's time for a rape of Estriel. In an alley, just. Yep. Just. That's what happens. Like. Like every t- like literally every time something like this happens, like okay, the barbarian queen's gonna come in. And it's just like, no, it's this is just what happens. The b- the barbarian queen can't be everywhere. And yeah. Then I get sad, and the movie keeps going. The the main baddie, whose name is you ready, Colin? You got your pen and paper? Yes. I, yeah, I I am I'm legitimately writing this down. Lord Aracor. That's a name. Yep. Sounds like a medieval bad guy's name in a Deathstalker movie, right? He comes by and Tamaris is mesmerized by him and begs a guard to let her in the palace. Nobody enters the palace without permission. But I want to go with him. Move along. Guard? She wants to go with you, my lord. Bring her in, then. Clean her up first. (laughs) It's It's like, really? Like you're like it's already established you're the bad guy. Like why do you? Like not a stray dog. Like <laughs> it's a human being. Like look at her. Clean her up first. Go to hell, you piece of garbage. Like you're some prize. What do you clean up that couch? It'll make a nice addition to the den. Bring it in. <laughs> Wasn't he wearing like a leopard headband through most of this movie? Uh-huh, I mean, come on. Yeah. What what a tool. But I, I will say this about him. He's the only like the only guy. Although although this isn't a Deathstalker movie, it is clearly Deathstalker inspired. Whatever, it is the first time our main bad guy isn't have magic bullshit. Right, it's yeah. just a jerk. Yeah. That's all it is. Man, that was nice. Wasn't that nice? He's like dime store Michael Ironside too. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, he is. That's who it was the whole time. I'm like, like why? That's how shitty your production what? is. You can't get Michael Ironside. Like, like, can we just get some guy? Like, he's 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 got a lumpy face, and you just kind of hate his face. You don't know why, but you just do. It's not his fault, but you just hate his face. Get me that guy. Give me the cheapest version of him. Bring him in. Let's get the leopard headband on him. Maybe a staff. Some t- no, no staff. He's got robes. How's he look on a horse? <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Put this pointy hat on him. Go. Horse riding experience. Rode once when I was five. All right, he's good. Amethea wakes up saving Estrild and, uh, or she winds up saving Estrild and starting a sword fight in the commons. They all get captured and taken to the palace. Lord Akur, who I will note, I'm still writing main bad guy in my notes for, then interrogates <laughs> the face paint woman, who I never find her name out. She's face paint woman. Sure. The kid then reports the rebels about the capture. Face paint woman is then tied to a pole and tortured by some guard dipshit with a torch. Arakor then goes to question Amathea. He asks her to take her clothes off. She refuses. So he rips off her top, and then she then he bites her face, and uh, he gets pissed, threatens that she will watch her friends die by her, by his side, and leaves. At least, hey, you know what? He at least asked first, right? <laughs> I guess he's classy. Yeah, he, when, when no was said, he, he continued on, so that makes him a monster. But <laughs> that's a, that's what sucks. He's w- like what the second Nike, no, no, the third nicest guy in this movie. This guy. He's like, all right, he's the main bad guy, and we uh, we got to make him the worst of the worst. So let's see here. We the bad guys we have so far. Oh, uh, okay, dirty rapist, dirty rapist, dirty. Okay, we can't go that dark. Okay, we'll just <laughs> we'll have him be a little bit more civilized than the other. Yeah, okay. Tell you what, we don't have the movie to make him any of them like lizard people or, or cheetah men. So let's <laughs> we'll make him a. We'll just make him a little bit nicer. Still, still just a piece of garbage, but just it doesn't stink quite as bad as the others. So. He's so gross. Let me see you with your clothes off. Like what are you? <laughs> that, that's your bargaining tool, you dick. Go to hell. Oh uh, God. 
Meanwhile, face paint woman frees herself and has a torch sword fight against her interrogator. She tries to run, but is stabbed and killed by the guard waiting outside. Wow, wow. And he's like, oh, you should like, I didn't want this. You should have cooperated with me. Like, what? A, what? Yeah. And then she's dying. Tell me everything. He's like, no, dude, I'm dying. Fuck you. Secret goes with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's she's she's not cleaning her conscience. She never wanted you to know where these people were, you turd. God. So uh, Estrella arrives at the uh, orgy den. (laughs) The the first orgy of the movie. Yeah, and the funny thing with the orgy den—that's where like all the prisoners are being kept. Like, they let them have fun like that? Like, that's where, like, the yeah, like, gladiator I, people are and Prince Argon. Like, there's there's way too much giggling for there to be prisoners yeah. here. Right? Yeah, right. I'm like, also, prison not bad. But, but you know, also, I, I'd like to point out, at the orgy, hot wings. Yes! So. Yes! Cause, okay, so Estrella, she goes up to get some chicken, and this guy with, like, a Fu Manchu and a shaved head comes up, and he's, like, trying to hit on her. I haven't seen you. Here before? No. Well, we ought to get to know each other. I just want a little something to eat, okay? Let's find a quiet corner. But then uh, Prince Argon comes in and saves her, and Astro gives him gives him the lowdown on what's happened. Argon's convinced is convinced the gladiators could form an army they need to fight and get out. And then uh, the kid, meanwhile, at the back of the caverns, uh, does the best co- to convince the eye patch guy, who is her father, twist, right? No? Okay. <laughs> uh, to trust Amathea and fight Akur. <sighs> Tamaris is brought before Akur, where <laughs> he recognizes her from the river outpost. Remember where they picked her up with the dead girl? Uh, he goes, that was a night to remember. Like, like ew, like why, like like you're already established as the bad guy. Why do you have to keep doubling down on it? And you know, I'm I'm just I was gonna save this to the end, but I'll just say it now. Hey, guys that make these sword sandals movies, there's other ways to make men bad guys other than being you the know rapers, rapists the- of women. <laughs> yes, like I'm a, you know, it's just. Get creative with it. I don't know. You, you're just using that one too much, fellas. You, show your creative writers. They could be thieves. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They could poop in people's backpacks for some reason. I don't know. They're anarchists. Could you imagine Figure it a out. death stalker where, like, dudes got raped? <laughs> sure. By other dudes. By other dudes. Or not. Whatever. Let's figure it out. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, for him, you can you can make his adventure without the rape, except for the first ass stalker. He raped, he raped though, right? Yeah, he yeah. raped that I, dude I was... that got changed into a woman. Yes, he did. Gross. <laughs> and as as much as God, I I hate saying that word. As much as people are assaulted in this movie, um, our main character doesn't do it ever. Yeah. So good for her. <laughs> so we have an actual hero in our there movie. So good for her. She, she uh, Tamaris asks Akur for a cat, and he sends out some floozy from his bed to make room for Tamaris. And then uh, Amathea, she's on some torture table with some weird guy <laughs> with glasses and a yarmulke. And at this point, as my wife came downstairs to tell me something, and I had it paused on the screen, <laughs> she's like, what the hell is this? I'm like, uh, barbarian queen? Uh, that's the Barbarian Queen. <laughs> it was just, it was a bad, it was like. It was like, uh, please tell me what she said after yeah. that. Did she, did she walk away? Oh, okay. she, she was, no, she was like, okay. <clears throat> well, well oh, I, like I wish she sprawl- would. She is sprawled out on that wheel with her shirt off. Well, I, what is this torture device supposed to be? Because she's like on a table. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her, leg, her legs are spread open, but they're not like stretched out. Out, which would you know make it hurt? It looks like she's just cat comfortably sit, you know, s- leaning against the table with her hands bound up above her head, and it's not like she's being stretched or anything like that. It's like okay, so and but there's just like a metal. There's like a <laughs> gauntlet, it's like a glove, like a, a knight's glove. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, just just, just <laughs> with like one one right. long fingernail finger hanging out there. Like like <laughs> I'm gonna tickle yeah. you. 
It's, like, like, okay, is there, like, a razor on the end of it that's going to, like, cut her or something? Or is it just, like... Because it looks like it's just, a, like, a knight's hand just pointing at her boob, saying, like, that's where it is. That's where it is. And, and her torturer. Like, like, <laughs> what movie is he from? <laughs> exactly. Not a medieval movie. Like... He looks like a a a, 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 a Nicktoon's first attempt at drawing a person, and then they just came to life somehow. It looks like the dude from uh, the Doctor Who episode Carnival of Monsters, <laughs> just a little less uh, psychedelic. That's right. Well, they had to update yes, him for this movie. Yeah, to get him gritty and modern. But yeah, like, I was, like what? I was like, he doesn't fit with any of this. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What movie? Yeah. Just all of it. Like, he. This guy looks like they couldn't afford to get Michael Jeter. The guy from uh, Evening Shade that wasn't Burt Reynolds. The mustache guy. Yeah, you know who yeah. exactly I'm talking about. So they decided, hey, you look kind of hairy and small. You want to be in our movie? You get to see titties. Sure. <laughs> Why not? So, Arakur and his, her sister stop by to see how things are going with getting answers from her and. We then see the gladiator tryouts that night, and Argon starts recruiting people. Uh, the Yamagai, Yamaka guy then uh, rapes Amathea. Uh, yep. And uh, she then uh, squeezes his dick so hard he frees her. Like, that's what happened, right? <laughs> that's absolutely what happened, and I'm 100% glad that, although I hate having to see this happening, I'm really glad that she, you know, was able mm-hmm. to do that to him because... Fuck that guy. Yeah. And what was even better was after she was freed, she immediately just pushes him into a vat of hot oil cal- or I thought whatever. It was like, some, like cauldron thing. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, that was just immediately like, all right, you immediately die. Because, I mean, because it was, I mean, like, I don't want to go on about these things for too long. Of all of the different times that we don't want to watch what's happened to, to women in this movie, this guy... It extra grossed me out because she was tied up and like you just saw his butt. Oh, yeah. It was just like, like there was no denying what was happening, and it was just like, I don't know. I just ick, and it was, and it especially bothered me because it's been, it's to our uh, the warrior queen, like really even our main character. There's no woman in this movie that is just safe from this ridiculous stuff. Like this mo- most powerful woman in this movie it even happens to her. It just. It really bothered me to see that yeah. in this film. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to say it other than just like it. It really grinded my Nothing gears. Nothing but agreement in this from over here uh, at the orgy den. Estrella uh, is welcome to go meet Lord Akur, and she winds up turning the tables on the guy who's taking her, and uh, she holds him up with a knife. Which in the cut scene, she fucking stabs him right up through his mouth right away. She runs into Amethea in the halls, who's just skulking around. Arakur and one of the torture guys find the skeleton of the Yamaka man and uh, sound the alarm for the guards to find Amethea. He goes, I want her alive! But she stealthily takes out some guards and Estrella forms Argon that things are ready to commence. There's plenty of sneaking around and conspiring talks between the gladiator bunch, Amethea, Estrella, and Rebels, but it eventually leads to... The next morning? <laughs> yeah, like, there's all this sneaking around happening. I was like, okay, wait, what movie? Like, up to this point, it's like, okay, like, shit's happened, stuff's going, and then it's just like... They like, waited that the long? Other... <laughs> like, what? Oh, right. <laughs> but it's like the other Deathstalker movies where they're just, like, sneaking around in castles for a while. It's like, what? Huh? And then it's just like, all right, time jump. Like, hey, wh- what? <laughs> like... You, you, you just bored me, and then it was like, ah, we're done with that. Like, no, no, no. You should have jumped earlier. Why did you right. wait until now to do it? So the next morning, Arkur, ad- Arkur addresses the crowd in the town square. My people, today we celebrate 20 years of glory. 20 years that this kingdom has ruled the land. And we gather for your entertainment. The greatest warriors of all time. Willing to sacrifice their lives to the glory of this kingdom. All the ladies and rebels are incognito among the crowd. Uh, There's lots of 
nodding and shit, and then the gladiators take the circle, <laughs> take to the circle of clapping people, because arena, no, just circle of clapping people. And Argon and Fu Manchu guy are handed weapons, and then we find out Fu Manchu has betrayed Argon and the rebellion is quickly shut down before it starts, as everyone is captured right away and brought before Aracor. I'll hate to watch you die. It's Aracor's blood that'll be spilled today. Those of us who are fighting for him don't think so. Your rebellion's over. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> well, that, that didn't work. <laughs> like, like every like giant fight that happens in this movie is just like... <laughs> Like, virtually out of nowhere, like, someone fights, and then a bunch of other people run in and also start fighting. Like, what the hell is happening? It's like someone hit, like, a fight button, <laughs> and all of a sudden... It was like... No, it's like it's like playing a GoldenEye, when, like, like, you just, like, murder a bunch of guys, and they just keep streaming out and over and right. over and over again, and they won't just stop. It was like, every time... It was just like, okay, it's going to be gladiator fight. Like, I got you. Okay, now you're a prisoner. Like, what? Huh? What's happening? Amethia is about to be beheaded, and then the kid runs by and tosses Amethia her sword, and all, all of a sudden all the, the, the cavern rebels uh, and kids, townspeople, and everyone from the movie that was in the first couple acts got asked to come back, and uh, the giant battle happens. Argon kills the Fu Manchu dude somehow, and uh, then Amethia <laughs> kills a torturer, and then uh, the sword fights Arakor. Arakor disarms her and is about to impale her when Tamara stabs him in the back with a dagger. People cheer, and the credits roll. That's it. It's over. <laughs> it's done. Barbarian queen. Yeah. <laughs> like oh like, oh that. Uh, sometimes movies end suddenly. It was real sudden. It was real damn. It was like sudden. stab. Yay! Credits. And how pissed I was gonna be pissed. I thought they were gonna have like Argon get up there and like kill Arakur. Right. I was like, oh no, no, no. I'm like, okay, I'll take the sister killing. That's that's good. Yeah. That's good. I I, I like that. Uh, I like that too. Um, but I was really worried that he was gonna come up there and finish the job. I was like, no, don't do. No, you spent this whole movie showing women are like badass, and then okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, I also do like the uh, cameo from the Deathstalker sword. Yeah. At the uh, the end here, because she, uh, uh, the Barbarian Queen, does use the Deathstalker sword. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's just a mold or something that they used and just made a bunch of them, or they just had a bunch of like stunt ones or backup ones. Like here, the, you you use this now. They needed to do that. Um... You know, in the first Deathstalker at the end, like before the credits, where they had like the video yes. game selection screen, they needed to do that with her. <laughs> Every Deathstalker needed to end like that. Damn it! Yeah, well, the the power gives them the or the uh, the sword gives them the power of Grayskull. Yes, that yes. needs to happen every time. Every one of these things. But I am like when uh, Barbarian Queen was fighting whatever the main bad guy is was. I, you've said it a few times. I don't care to say it. Remember it because the movie didn't care to tell me that many times. No, it didn't. Uh, it didn't. So when they're fighting, she's like laying back and they're kind of like you know fighting. Like she, he's got her pinned down, you know, uh, with the sword and everything. Like I was like, you know, I was worried, you know, there for a second. I had actually invested like something in her and hoping that she'd be okay. So I'll say that, like, most of these movies, like, I don't really care that much what happens to Deathstalker or, you know, or anything like that. But I don't, I was really on her side and really hoped that she was going to be okay. And then, and I was glad, like you, it wasn't a man that saved her. It was someone that with actual, you know, you know, like, no, this guy needs to die and right in the back. Like, I was actually in suspense hoping that wouldn't happen. (laughs) Sure. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's like, you got a real opportunity. It's like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Okay. You did it. Good job, movie. Good job. But it is. Um, wow, that just ends. Like, is there a minute between when the bad guy dies and when the credits roll? Like, he gets stabbed in the back, turns around, is like, oh, fuck, it was you. But what about our day, our wonderful evening at the docks? And uh, then it goes to a very far out crowd shot and it's over. Like, we don't even <laughs> see Prince Argon and Queen Amethea. These two are supposed to be getting married. Like, reunited we never see them re we never see them reunited in this movie 
They give each other looks from afar, but we never see them. They don't even share a well, scene when they're together. Bef- they, they're just saying like, they're just saying like, hey, I'll catch you later. There's nothing to separate us he now. He could have been cast uh, after they shot all of her footage and yeah. added. That's insane. Uh, maybe. Well, well, there's this scene where- I'm not saying where... they did that. I'm saying it's possible. They could have. Right. It was there. They, they could have if they wanted to, sure. Uh, I will say that it was really sad earlier in the movie when the barbarian queen, when she goes into the kingdom, and here's like the gladiators, and here's Argon as one of the gladiators, and she is like separated. It's just like the wall. It's like a, you oh, know, yeah, just yeah, a the- wooden wall. And it's like, that's really sad that she's come all this way, and it's just like that separation, and she can't. Like, that's really, really sad. <laughs> like, so this, like, has some, some actual, like, emotion to it and some heart. Man, Colin's falling hard for the barbarian queen. I don't. I don't know, dude. Did you cry when Face Paint Lady got killed? I did okay. not because I did not feel a connection for her. She because she was uh, she was Face Paint Lady. I don't know. I just did not feel a connection. <laughs> she brought them food That's... at the beginning, and had her nipple painted. Oh God! It looked like he was smearing poo on her nipple. <laughs> it was unnecessary. Uh. I don't know why it's in the movie. Oh, look at our fun town. <laughs> Argon. Argon's waiting for me. He's going to lead the gladiators, and we're going to lead the rebels. And then we're all going to... Do the rebels know about this? When does all this take place? I don't know. That's why we've got to get back. Come on. Now comes to the episode where we rate the movie we just watched. As we are cult summon a cavalcade, we keep things nice and culty. Our ratings are as follows. Stay with your family, which means there's two guys outside in the woods. I'm not going out there. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Converted. Which means, mm, I'll take a sword with me. I will uh, go out in the woods, but I'm going to take a sword with me with those two guys. Or drinking the Kool-Aid, which means, I don't know. You're you're going to like stick a sword up both their assholes. So, Colin, how do you rate Barbarian Queen? Uh, well, uh, this movie is a little problematic, <laughs> if you haven't noticed. Uh, with how they treat women and really how men are <laughs> depicted as well. To be honest, the uh, um, one of the the better guys in the movie is is Eyepatch, and we are introduced to him by him performing uh, surgery on a guy's gut with what looks to be a lawn dart. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and he's not immediately trusting of women, but I think that might just be because they're strangers. To be honest. It's problematic because it's cool that we've got a a, 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 a movie where, where the the woman is the main character, uh, kicks ass, passes the Bicknell test, definitely. But, you know, still, any time a woman is in the movie, it's like, oh, it's just a matter of time before you know. And I don't love that. <laughs> but overall, uh, crap. If there was just less of that, damn it. You know what? That is really the only thing that is... Yeah, that's what's keeping me from drinking the Kool-Aid. There's just too much of it. If there was just less of it, I understand there's going to be some of it because there's they're bad people and bad people do bad things. Okay, fine. It's just too much of it. So I'm converted. If there was less of it, otherwise, 100%. But that's why I'm converted myself. Brandon, how do you rate Barbarian Queen? I'm going to point out that every main character except Face Paint Lady is either raped on screen or has been raped. Or no, they're all raped on screen. Yeah, because I forgot the Tamaris after the, she was in the opening scene. But yeah, and uh, Face Paint Lady just gets a, a finger of nipple on her painted on her nipple, which she seems to have welcomed. I don't know. But yeah, uh, Barbarian Queen, the, yeah, up front about it, like the, there's too much rape and molestation in this fucking thing. Like that's... It's it's a I mean it's it's not a problem now looking back at it retroactively I think that's a problem for it back then too I mean we watch these it's a component but this one like like quadruples that like some women are even accosted like multiple times in the movie and it's like you can do something else like these girls are against you just go try to kill them man eh? that difficult throwing that aside that's a big caveat for this movie and i don't want to say it's not something and just move on but cullen explained it i 
gave a little bit of my piece we've talked about throughout, but it's bloody. The thing opens on fire with just like battles, battles, weird shit, battles. It's really short. It's far more entertaining than Deathstalker 3 and Deathstalker 4. It's got the rape and stuff, but it's a uh, if that not in there, it's a solid junk sword and sandal sorcery movie. I'm going to go with like converted. I'm not really close to Kool-Aid, but if you can get past the abusive stuff in there and just it's a fucking movie made by trashy people, that happens. Uh, Lana Clarkson's awesome. I think she's a fun lead in this. Cat uh, Shay didn't didn't uh, talk about Cat Shay much at all. This is an early uh, film for her. If you don't know who Kat Shea is, she has a little bit of a cool career. She was, I mean, she did some acting. I think she's more known for a, as being a director, but she was also, she'd go on after this to be in Psycho 3. Um, but she directed, remember the Poison Ivy with Drew Barrymore? She <laughs> yes. directed that. She directed Strip to Kill. And the second one, The Rage Carry 2 was uh, one of her movies. And she recently directed the Nancy Drew and the Hidden Staircase with the girl from It. But yeah, so she's kind of a notable person. And this is like one of her earliest appearances. Yeah, it's it's just junky. And, I, and it felt like a step up from after the last two Deathstalker movies, especially Deathstalker 3. It was nice to actually watch one of these movies and kind of follow the plot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and thank you for being an hour and ten minutes. Yes. I will say that Deathstalker 2 still has the best theme of any of these Oh, movies. yeah. Deathstalker is the best theme and is the best one, like, bar none. Right, 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 That's right. lightning in a bottle right there. By the way, was how worried were you that in those multiple orgy scenes, Pigface Man was going to show up? It seemed like the spot where they'd throw him. It was 100%. I just expected him just to look up from eating a, like a turkey or whatever yeah. he eats and going back into it. Or looking into a tur- into a pig's face. That was another one. That's the one that would have yep. happened. Hell, they didn't even use like castle stuff from the other ones. Right. Like, right. Like exteriors or like village scenes that they could have. Right. Or at least I I'm- didn't notice if they did. Mm-hmm. Sure. Whereas in the other ones, it was noticeable. Even if you didn't watch the other movies, you could say, like, wait, that's a little out of place. <laughs> that didn't happen in any of this movie, thank goodness. And I'm also glad that we learned that, you know, hot wings are served at an orgy for <laughs> for centuries. Yes. It's a time-honored You've tradition. This, so. That's right. <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia knew what they were talking about. <laughs> For centuries, the noblest of knights have fought to protect the royal bloodline. Witness me, your queen, for in my veins runs the blood of kings. Visit MedievalTimes.com On the next episode of Cult Cinema, Cavalcade will be returning a little sooner as a... a cal- looked at the calendar? And it's been over a year, but we're finally hitting another Friday the 13th, Cullen. Jason has been away for far too long, far too long from the show. He had no, uh, no, no presence in in year four, none. (laughs) Well, you know, there were only two years during the 1980s where there was not a Friday the Thirteenth movie. That's true. So some years, you just don't get it. That's true. That's true. Because we, yeah, and it's just see, so Friday the Thirteenth, part one, two, and three came out in. Sequential years, um, but then they took a year off and came back with the final chapter in 1984. So that's right. So that's what we're so just kind of honoring how it happened. And we're gonna kill somebody off. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, you know we've been uh, that that portion of our show has been on hiatus as well as uh, James Oster. So Jimmy O. So uh, maybe he'll uh, come up from uh, the Crystal Lake to join us for that episode. As to which one we're doing, Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. Hmm. Tune in and find out. We'll discuss it. Um, but you know it's going to be great. So, yeah, but thank you uh, for coming back, um, listening to us talk about a movie with a lot of uh, assault and rape. <laughs> I apologize if it offends you. What a way you. to go out. We just, this one, honestly, you know, there you know what to expect, but 
I hadn't seen this movie before this episode, so it's there. Yeah. We tell you what we see. Uh, we hopefully didn't make any off-color remarks that offended, but I t- I'm not intended. Uh, if it wasn't, uh, next time we'll, we'll talk about teens uh, having some willing sex uh, with Crystal Lake. But yeah, so uh, thanks for listening. We look forward to next time, but first stay tuned for the trailer to Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning, the trailer that actually trails. trial at age 12, brutal self-defense murder of a psychopathic killer. Boy, they've given him every therapy they can think of. It's wonder his mind isn't fried with all the drugs they've given him. The mindless, murderous fury that was buried with Jason has been Reborn. Pete! And suddenly, terror has become child's play. Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. listening to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, part of the Creative Zombie Studios Network. Follow CC Cavalcade on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to the show on cultcinemacavalcade.com, iTunes, and anywhere podcasts are found. For press opportunities, advertising opportunities, and more information on Cult Cinema Cavalcade, contact mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. Produced by Brad Shoemaker, edited by Brandon Peters, narration by Rebecca Theme song Pink Baby by Happy Elf appears courtesy of the freemusicarchive.org network. The film and music featured in this episode are part of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Join us again in two weeks for a new episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. Catchay. Um, movie before this she was in, she was DD in Hollywood Hot Tubs. It's a thinking man's movie. <laughs> <laughs>